What's up, guys? It's Lou, Kevin, Steve from Since the Sandbox. We're coming to you from 94.9 WZMR Zoom Mix Radio. Happy New Year, everybody. Kev's back. It's always a good sign. It's going to be a good year. And today we have some playoff football for you. Some wild card weekend recap. And in our next episode that we're recording today, because we're banging out two with one, we're doing some NBA talk. Feels good to be back in the studio, guys. You know, it's a little tough working around the scheduling. Um, with the studio and, and getting in here, but trying to produce the best audio quality for you guys, and I hope this this brings it back. So l- let's get right into it. Um, Wildcard weekend recap and the coaching update. First things first, two powerhouses eliminated. Pats, Saints, guys, how do we feel? Well, Kev, as a Pats fan, you want to go first? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to say I wasn't expecting it, but if you guys tuned in last week, I had the Pats losing. So, yeah, Kevin, you, know, that was a good call. you know, it is what it is. I mean, the thing, with, the thing with the Pats <laughs> is the Pats, and the reason I had them losing is Pats teams in the past, even though, you know, they might not have been the most talented and stuff, they found ways to win. And that just wasn't the case with the Pats this year. I mean, besides the defense holding them down and pretty much all their wins. They didn't really find ways to win other than that, like in close games. they always It was always the defense. Like the offense just couldn't – they really couldn't get him going all year. And obviously I know, you know, getting rid of A.B. and and Gronk not being back and stuff obviously affected them. But it, it really showed in this game because if you had told – If you had told me that, you know, I mean, I know Tennessee scored 20, but 14 points for 95% of the game. If you told me that the Pats were going to let up 14 points. You would have told you that they would have won. Right. Like that's like a no-brainer, but – like I said, the offense just wasn't there this year. I mean, you, you saw it all year. They just they couldn't get connected. I mean, in spurts, they were good. But as a whole and during the entire season, the offense just really couldn't get going. And, and it really surprised me because I feel like Pat's teams in the past, it was kind of the opposite. Sometimes the defense really? would lack, but never really worried about the offense. And I don't know, they got to figure something out in the offseason because if they don't, it's gonna it's gonna start getting real ugly around these parts. <laughs> yeah, it could. And, and I know I know Lou wants to spread some justice on on, on the quarterback hierarchy going forward. Mm-hmm. So Lou, give it give us a, a little opinion about the Saints. Dude, I called it. I told what did I say to you? I said if 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 they go into the playoffs, they are going to get beat. I said it all year. They they were frauds. Yeah. And Drew Brees was a fraud. Yeah, and, exactly. Dude, this season, like Noble, dude, it, it got me heated. He draw. He gets like cracked by uh, who, who hit him on um, on the Vikings. Who hit his arm? To, was it Everson Griffin? Yeah, he was like, oh well, like Drew Brees had surgery on that thumb. I was like, dude, that was like ten weeks ago, and he's been fine since. And it's a thumb. Yeah, like, dude, yeah. It, he's literally fine. Like, if anything, it helped. Like, you can't talk pregame. Oh, the rest really helped Drew Brees. Like, you know what I mean? Like having that and surgery. And come back and he, say that the thumb is the reason he fumbled. <laughs> it's like stop, dude. He threw a terrible pick, a terrible pick, and a double coverage. And he he just isn't good when the pocket collapses. Like I think that's the biggest difference between like him and Brady is when the pocket collapses. Like Brady's so much better at moving and like avoiding a hit. And like Drew Brees, just look, he just gets happy feet and kind of just he just goes down. Yeah, and and how about how about that Saints team turning turning them losing into a oh the NFL did it again. Like I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying every that year that wasn't there's an a, excuse. There's an excuse every season. I'm not saying that it wasn't like pass interference because I thought that there was a clear like one armed push. Like there wasn't a full extension, but they, you could see his yeah. fingers. Um, but I still don't think it was good enough coverage. And I don't know if either of you guys realize this. That Williams, I'm pretty sure Marcus Williams is a safety for the Saints. Same dude that led up the big play in Minneapolis oh, really? Miracle. <laughs> really? um, yeah, so I, I definitely took note of that. But, 
I mean, these are both two aging quarterbacks. I mean, we saw some bad play from Tom Brady, and we've been seeing Breeze get bounced in the playoffs for a couple of years now. Uh, do we think that both of these aging quarterbacks are going to play next season? Yeah, I think they'll both play. I just don't know. It's it's like Brady's putting the Pats in a tough spot, and like Pats fans, I, I talked to a couple people, they disagree on, with this. They're like, oh, he's, he's the best ever. Like, you have to give him all the money. It's like, so now... Yeah. This whole this whole time he's like, yeah, I'm all about the team discount to get the players around me. And no it more worked. discount. No more discount. When all of a sudden it's not working, it's like, wh- what do you mean? Like the defense, they have five good players on defense ready to leave. The offense is not good. Period. You're gonna pay him more money than he deserves right now. I mean, like he doesn't need thirty million. You give him thirty million, there goes a lot of the cap. You lose McCordy, Van Noy, Joe Tooney. It's like and half your coaching staff. Yeah, McDaniel's is probably gonna leave. We just saw the Giants sign Joe Judge. Still kind of feeling that out a little bit. I don't know too much about Joe Judge. Uh, gonna do some homework on that. But no, I I definitely agree. I I think both of these guys will play. Where Brady plays next year, I think is definitely more of a question than where Breeze will play next year. I think if Breeze isn't the quarterback for the Saints, I don't think he quarterbacks anywhere else. And I'm not saying that the, the same thing is for Tom. I think Tom is just fed up of of trying to produce at, at such a high rate with with not guys that are trying to do the same thing. I mean, it's hard. There, there's such like a huge age gap between rookies in, in the NFL now and Tom Brady. I mean, 20-year difference we're talking about. The, yeah. the style of play, the way they learn, and how they practice, all that stuff is different. So I, I think Belichick wants to win without Brady, but I also think he appreciates the greatness that they had together. Yeah, wow, that was a bad voice crack. I, I just feel like the Saints, you kind of say the same thing. It's like... Teddy Bridgewater and him are free agents, but you could look Teddy dead in the face and say, we'll give you three years, 66 or 68 million, whatever it is, 20-something a year. Or like Drew, we could give you two years, like 61. It's like, do you really want to do that? Like, is he that much better than Bridgewater at this point for that money? I really don't think so. He, Bridgewater didn't lose a game this season. Kev, who would you take? Bridgewater oh. or Breeze? <sighs> I'm going Bridgewater right now. That's tough. Yeah, right now, I mean, I feel like it has to be Bridgewater, but it's like, then again, it is Drew Brees, too, at the same time, you know? So it's tough. I yeah. really don't know. No, I mean, we, we've seen a lot of great quarterbacks over the years that, that we never thought would switch teams like do it, like Lou Payton. Yeah, first, no one thought he was going to leave. Joe Montana, you know what I yeah. mean? There's so so many great quarterbacks, and, and I'm Drew Brees, he's another one that we just didn't mention. Eli still wants to play. I don't know if he's going to play on another team or not. Phillip Rivers, another one. Um so maybe it's just the yeah. trend going forward, you know what I mean, when teams want to go in a different direction. But Kirk Cousins, I mean, he never won a primetime game, never won a playoff game, never went on the road and won, never yeah. beat a winning team. So does if Kirk Cousins takes the Vikings to the NFC Championship, is he an elite quarterback? Yes. yes. I, I still think he's a top-10 quarterback, regardless if he's in that elite class or not. I just I thought he put up – I mean, he, he had a, a, a good QBR this year. I mean, he didn't have, like, the most yards, but they were a very effective offense. Even when Thielen was out, like, Diggs was, Diggs was good. And I feel like they handled the pressure well, too, because we saw that there was a little bit of a meltdown in the first half from that Vikings team. And they were kind of very resilient. I mean, that defense just kind of slowed down the game and kind of took the Saints' playmakers out of it. I mean, Michael Thomas definitely caught a couple balls and Kamara got in the end zone, but... Besides that, I mean, you can't say anything was really like... Taysom Hill was the only guy who had, like, multiple, like, big yard plays. No, I know. It, it's crazy to think that, like, Taysom Hill could could be that a top three playmaker on that team, you know? Yeah. Definitely I, could. Yeah, I just feel like, um, I don't know if he's, like, elite, elite. Like, I'm talking, like, 
like the upper echelon, but like he's definitely like he's a top ten. Mahomes. Yeah, he's definitely a top ten guy because I feel like he went into New Orleans in probably the hottest place to play versus one of the best players ever. And he outplayed him. He flat out outplayed him. He didn't throw any any picks. There was no crazy throws where you look, you were like, oh, Kirk, like, why did you force that? But, like, in the end, he made the biggest throw of the game and then scored the touchdown. I mean, yeah. that bomb to Thielen, who would have thought he would have hit that? Nah, Nobody. No. That was a missile. Hey, because I, I, like, I feel like what it is is they were just doing such, like, conservative play calls. And I mm-hmm. think Zimmer was just over it. He's like, you know what? i got to get aggressive. And, and whoever usually is the most aggressive team is the one that wins it. I mean, we, I think we saw a similar story with the Buffalo and Houston game. Like, that overtime was literally <laughs> got barge. And, yeah. then, and then Deshaun Watson got hot, and he just wanted it more. I honestly think that's what it was. Um, for for a first game, though, for Josh Allen with the— Great. Yeah, I thought, I thought that that was pretty good, except— Except for like that that play around like the fifty yard line where he tried to like lateral it and yeah, luckily, rookie mistake, <laughs> sophomore rookie to the playoff mistake. Luckily, it went out of balance, but but I mean that that even was a good game too. I mean, I, I was impressed with Deshaun Watson uh, in in the second half at least. But um, what about what about this this Eagles Seahawks game? Yeah, it was just like. It was what the, the Seahawks have been all season. It sucks that Wentz was out, but, I mean, they ran the ball. They played good defense on the road. They they got to the quarterback, and, and Russ made plays. I mean, that's, that's just what they do. And um, I don't know if it works versus a Carson Wentz Eagles team. I, I mean, like, you can't say that. They won the game, but just I feel bad for the dude. He got hit. I'm not going to say it was a dirty hit, but— You think that's it, bad luck? Bad luck for, for Wentz? I think he's just—yeah, I just don't— I mean, he's so young, but like I feel like as of to this point, he hasn't. He's just not made the the, the gods of football do not want him to play a playoff game. Yeah. That's just what it is. No, I'm, to this point, that that's definitely what it is. Uh, I I thought Marshawn Lynch could have played a little better. We saw him get in the end zone. Uh, I think he's going to be a big part of Seattle. Wants to make some noise. I do think that these five and six seeds in, in Seattle and the Vikings can give Green Bay and the Forty Nine ers a game. That, oh yeah. uh, this upcoming week. Uh, we'll we'll get into that matchup a, a little bit more after, but let's head into coaches. Unless you guys have anything else to add as far as those games go, I think one thing I think Seattle is the only team that I believe could go into Lambeau in the playoffs. It wouldn't because Saints dome team, Dallas. Oh, they didn't make it. Poop. Eagles yeah. poop on the road. Um, San Fran in the cold. They're good, but I don't know if I trust them. In the Vikings going into Lambeau, they've had tr- struggles there already. So, Lou, how good was Metcalf? He's fake. Yeah, he's a, he's that was crazy, and I'm I'm pissed. I dropped him in the in that keeper league that mm. we had, but I mean I, I made it to the championship, <clears> so I can't really hate on the move too much because it got me where I was. But I definitely wish I had the chance to keep him. Kev, you think uh, it was bad luck for Wentz? I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. I mean, you guys know I'm not the biggest Wentz fan either, but I mean, like you said, I think there's just some higher power that just you know what I mean. But that was just like it's kind not, of a dirty hit too. Yeah, like, yeah. like the thing with Wentz too is like. I'm not a fan of him, but I don't doubt his skill set. It's just like there's something about him that I just like I don't know. Like I'm not sure yet. You know what I mean? And and like you guys said, like it, it may not be anything to do with his skill set. Maybe like you said, maybe it's just a natural power that doesn't want him to you know compete or win or whatever. But yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Like Lou said, it's a dirty hit. But I mean, but I don't think I don't think Clowney's dirty. I just think like right, it, it he just, just went into the hit and like hit like he yo right, he put his head in hit. the dirt. Yeah, it was a bad yeah. hit. Yeah, that just know? that just can't happen. Like right, he definitely did. But in, but in other news, we we have a lot of uh, coaching action going on. There's some some teams that that don't have a head coach right now. Some teams just got their head coach. 
So Giants just got their head coach today and Joe Judge. The Cowboys got their coach and Mike McCarthy yesterday. Uh, we're still still talking a couple other scenarios. Ron Rivera took Jack Del Rio with him to Washington, and now he possibly wants to bring uh, Shermer, the Giants' former head coach, in as the offensive coordinator. Any comment on that, guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the McCarthy. I mean, to a point where it's like, I thought he was best in Cleveland just because I feel like they needed a grown-up the most that's like been like, yo, Odell, like, sit down. Like, like, I have a ring. Like, I've done this before. Like, I'm old-school football. But I feel like the Cowboys needed it too. I mean, mm-hmm. the biggest criticism on them was they're not tough um, and, and they didn't respect Garrett enough, you know what I mean, to the point yeah. where he was holding people fully accountable. And I feel like Mike McCarthy's going to do that. And I feel like that's why when people are like, oh, like Aaron Rodgers didn't get along with McCarthy, it's like, because he held him accountable. Yeah. Like, he looked him dead in the face. He was like, Aaron, like, you have to be better. Like, I'm the coach. Like, I call the plays. You can adjust. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if you disagree with me, like, you have to do your part. And I feel like Rodgers wasn't ready for that, but I think Dak will take that. Do you think that if McCarthy did go to the Browns that him and Odell would have had some issues? Possibly. And I think that he would have took care of it, though. Like, it would be, if it's that big of an issue, see ya. See ya. That's it. And I think he could win without him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so definitely, definitely. But he might respect him. Odell might respect him. No, he could. I guess we'll we'll just never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we What do we think the Browns do? I mean, McDaniel's is a top name. Urban Meyer is still out there. We don't think that they could possibly go after Jason <coughs> Garrett, do we? No, because like I, that's the worst case. Like no one was like. You just need a guy in there who people are gonna look and say like he has pedigree. Mm-hmm. Like that's the reason like Baker Mayfield would like sit down and shut up and like listen to the coach and like. Not be on the sidelines like goofing around and telling him he's an idiot. When, like, he had more mess- say than Kitchens. <laughs> I know. Like you just can't do that. You need like a. I get it with McDaniel's, but I don't think he's a good head coach. I think they need like a Wade Phillips on defense, but that's another story. And then I don't know. I think they're screwed. I really think they're screwed. I think they. The only shot they have of a guy like that is Urban Meyer, and I don't think he wants that job. Yeah, I don't I- think he want. I think he wanted the Giants job or the Cowboys job, and just didn't work. Yeah, it's tough to draw desire to those situations and. The Giants are still they still have to figure out what they want to do with coordinators. I mean, they they asked permission for the Cowboys because Jason Garrett's still Garrett. under her. Uh, no, nah, I don't I don't want Jason Garrett, but he he could potentially be our new offensive coordinator. Um, definitely don't feel good about that. I really don't want anything to do with Garrett, but I guess the management in front office likes him from when he was with the team. Uh, back in the day, yeah, people like him. I mean, that that's the one thing people, you can't say. Like, people just like the guy. Yeah. Yeah. But and then the Panthers got uh, Matt Rule. Oh yeah, I, I, that was a good I signing. About Matt Rule. Yeah, I, I thought the the Giants were supposed to interview him today, and then when I find out that he, he signs this huge deal with the Panthers, I'm like, dude, what's going on? <laughs> I'm not a big college coach, guys. I'm not going to say he's going to be bad, but we'll just see how that works. I mean, isn't Norv Turner still the OC there? In, in uh, Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that That's good. with new ownership, though, like they're going to just do a queen sweep. They, they'll probably be a new GM, new coach, like new coordinators, like all w- that. Wade Phillips there wouldn't be terrible. I feel like Matt Rule needs veterans around him to like do well, especially with like Cam and, you know what I mean, being in Carolina or not having a crazy – like they have good talent, but they're not like – like the Falcons have like stupid talent and yeah. like the Browns have like stupid talent. See, I think the Panthers are a lock to trade up. And draft a quarterback now. What, Probably. what rule was the guy? You know what I mean. Probably. I, I think. I think. Where was he coaching again? Rule was at Baylor, and he coached another college organization before. Um, after he left the Giants in 2012, because he was part of that Super Bowl team, he was an assistant O line mm-hmm. coach. Um, 
but but that that's an interesting thing with rule like who's he gonna bring for his personnel who's he gonna bring for his coaching staff like what connections does he have i i was assuming that he had a connection with gettleman because gettleman was with the giants around the same time they won the super bowls um but I also thought the same thing with Ron Rivera, and we struck out on both of those. So yeah. just hoping yeah. Joe Judge works out. But that wraps it up for our NFL talk, guys. Uh, definitely glad to be back in the studio. Happy to be here as a whole with Lou and Kev. Happy New Year, everybody. Let us know what you guys think, especially of uh, past Enos Cantor, big episode. Uh, since the sandbox, baby. Peace. Booyah. <laughs>